Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ben from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to help you get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Dan. What's up? You right? Yeah, awesome. Good. And we're brought to you by Pro-Q, Barbecue Gourmet, and Smokewood Shack, our awesome sponsors. Pro-Q is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products, with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Pro-Q Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even pick up some epic accessories, then check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under barbecuegourmet.co.uk. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. Well, hey, joint effort on the intro. (laughs) And on today's show, we have Dan, Essex Eating Dan from Grillstock. Hello, Dan. You all right? That is one person, Hello. just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dan. How are you Hello, doing? Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. Hello, Dan. Yeah, sorry, Dan. Do you want to introduce yourself for all our listeners? Okay. Um, my name's Dan Bonobes, and um, I'm a, a manager of, uh, of one of the grill stocks. Uh, the first grill stock, in fact, in uh, Bristol. It's uh, uh, the one in St. Nicholas Market. Um, and also write a food blog called uh, Essex Eating, when um, I can actually be bothered to write it. But I do write that. And, um, yeah, I just um, post on Instagram about food as well. So that's what I do. Yeah, yeah it's hard work to keep up a blog, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. takes well, a lot more time six, than you think. <laughs> six years I managed to keep up. Um, that's um, pretty good going. Yeah, yeah, I've just kind of been run ragged a bit the last few months. And it's kind of uh, gone off the boil a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the grill stock, you started that one off with John as well, didn't you? Yeah, that's them. right. Um, so, um, Cynix Market was the first uh, grill stock, uh, uh, restaurant, I guess, food outlet. Um, obviously, they've got a few restaurants now, but um, uh, before that, it was just a festival. So, uh, John and Ben had done a few festivals, decided to open a food uh, place, um, doing barbecue, and uh, this was the first one. So, I managed it, and I opened it from, I managed it from the start, which was actually... Uh, in September, it'll be four years ago now. So yeah, this is the oldest grill stock, and um, yeah, I think I'm one of the oldest employees as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> How did that all begin? And were you were you a barbecue chef uh, already? Were you were you cooking barbecue somewhere else, and and you came across, or or how did that sort of come about? No, um, believe it or not, um, it, it, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, I actually I used to work in um, um, I'm from Essex. Um, I used to work in London. I worked in London for uh, twenty years. In um, IT, so I worked at the Bank of England, and I worked for WorldCom. So I did um, IT security, um, uh, yeah, 20 years. So <laughs> completely different uh, kind of job. Um, I got made. I always liked food. I always loved cooking. I, I loved eating in restaurants. So it was really my thing, like my, my a hobby, I guess. And then um, I got made redundant from my job, um, and I just thought, you know what? I've, I've had enough. I've, I'm sick of working in an office and. I'm sick of <laughs> this job. Um, I didn't want to, I, I was kind of fed up with um, uh, London as well a bit, I guess, because, you know, I've been working yeah. there for 20 years. And, um, and I get fed up after a weekend, so I can understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, uh, at that kind of point, I met a girl who lived in Bristol, and I ended up, um, I ended up moving to Bristol to live with her. And we, we started, we ran a, a, an underground uh, restaurant, I guess, a supper club in Bristol for a couple of years. Um, where we were both cooking and hosting it. It was, it was pretty well 
regarded, I guess. Um, I also worked as an artisan cheesemonger for a while for uh, Trafarans, uh, Trafarans Dairy, who make a cheese called Gorka Philly. It's fantastic if you can uh, lay your hands on some. Um, while I was working for these guys, for Trafarans in Cynics Market, um, uh, John and Ben actually, um, Trafarans decided to sell their, their shop and John and Ben bought it for grill stock, and they asked, um, they asked me to run it for them, to manage it for them. That's how I ended up working for grill stock. So I had no experience working in barbecue before I worked for um, for grill stock. Although I used to have a Weber kettle barbecue, and used to, uh, you know, rule that every now and again and sort of cremate some things. But um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, before that, yeah, I, I hadn't worked in barbecue or really foods on a, yeah a so you, you have never trained as a yeah. chef or anything or, or anything like that you just come into it as a, as a food lover and and a home cook and, and sort of smashed it from that side yeah exactly i mean when we used to run, when we used to run the, 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 the supper club the underground restaurant we used to that was pretty that was a pretty uh, hardcore uh, training ground we used to do uh, uh 25 covers a night um and we, we did like a sort of like eight or nine course tasting menu um so that was wow. we got a fresh that was in the deep end with that um, but, um, but apart from that, no, I, I, you know, I, I haven't worked in food. Um, it was entirely self-taught. And, uh, the steep learning curve then, cooking. straight into the deep end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. Awesome. It's a way that I like to learn things, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so so barbecue was a completely new thing, so that, so then uh, what, what did you begin on? It was a it was a cabinet smoker, wasn't it? I can't remember, a pellet smoker? Yeah, we, or something? you know what, what we're still... We're still we're still using the same smoker we got originally, what we wheeled in there originally. Uh, it's a Cook Shack FEC 120, Fast Eddie. So, yeah, wicked. Yeah, cabin smoker. Yeah, it's a great smoker. It's, um, um, apart from the odd, uh, you know, over, you know, we've sort of like bashed the hell out of it over four years, um, you know, because it's on all the time, uh, 24-7. So, uh, um, you know, it's really, it's really took a pounding. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great smoker. And that's what we, we still use that one now. Cool, what, awesome. you, what is it? What would you burn in that? Uh, we use hickory. Mm-hmm. And do you cook? Uh, what, what do you cook on the uh, on the Saint Nicholas uh, grill stock? What is it? Is it the whole the whole menu there, or do you do a a variety of things? No, no uh, ours is slightly different because we we we, we only open for lunch, um, and we've got a much it's such a, it's a small site. We, we're lunch, you know, takeaway only. Uh, we have a queue. Um, a lot of the time, we have a queue down the street, um, and we have a, a kind of a limited menu. We, I've got, we, I've got, I've got a little bit of a <laughs> kind of a leeway. I've got sort of carte blanche to cook what I like mostly, but um, here it's a bit different from the restaurants because obviously they, you know, they're, they're part of a, a, a group, so they, they, you know, there's got to be some kind of similarity between their menus and everything. And we've, you know, obviously they do specials, but we haven't got that here because we, you know, we're, we're kind of completely different from the restaurants. Um, we do uh, we do pulled pork every day. Uh, we, um, we couldn't take off the menu. That it's the most popular thing we sell by far. Everyone in Bristol is absolutely mad for pulled pork, so <laughs> we cook a hell of a lot of pulled pork. Um, we do brisket um, a few couple of days a week. Brisket rolls with burnt ends. Um, we also do uh, we do chicken, chicken uh, barbecue chicken, uh, like competition chicken. Um, we do pig cheeks. Raising cider on a Saturday as a kind of a, a you know something different. They're really good. Um, something else we do actually. Oh, the jalapeno poppers, cornbread, stuff like that. You know, so uh, a really really varied food. menu then. Well, fairly varied. We try and get um, we're kind of limited as, as much. We we 
everyone wants pulled pork, and we can only fit so much in the smoker. And obviously, because it takes such a long time to cook it, it's all cooked overnight on site. You can only, you know, you can only get so much in there. And I believe, honestly, you would not believe how much we we have had to cram in there at some points. You know, we've <laughs> used every available nook and cranny in there. That's <laughs> a massive, massive shout out for the fast Eddie. I mean, been around for years, but but obviously a great bit of kit. It's really done you guys. Uh, a lot of good up there actually for years now you've been using it and and just shows the actual quality of the unit so so yeah good shout yeah, out there great, for... it's great yeah yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's, it's uh yeah apart from the odd uh, couple of uh, mechanical <laughs> problems it's pretty much yeah it's been a it's solid piece of kit yeah considering it's on all the time the only day we're closed is sunday so the, the, the smoke's running like all week yeah like, you know yeah so um yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty impressive. So your pulled pork sounds pretty legendary in in uh, the Bristol area. You've got a, you've been doing it for four years and still got a queue. So, so what what are the secrets to a great pulled pork? Uh, secrets to a great pulled pork. Um, we we should the, the pulled pork we do is pretty much it's the, it's the same way that it's done in all of the uh, grill style restaurants. Where um, I uh, we put a, a dry rub on. Um, it's cooked for well. It's a, it's a bit of a weird one actually because it, you, 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 it's hard to. It, we say on the menu, I think it's uh, I think eighteen hours or something. But it, it varies. It's, it's, that's, sometimes that's a minimum. You know, it's basically when you when you uh, stick a thermopen in it, that it should it should sink in nicely. Sometimes after eighteen hours, it doesn't. You can get odd weird days where the temperature at the outside temperature affects the, the smoker. It makes it sort of work harder. Or, or if it's even full up more than normal, it's you know we're cooking a lot more stuff. It doesn't all cook as fast. So I think to get grateful for you, what is it? Round about sort of like late eighties, ninety um, centigrade on a thermo pen. Um, yeah, and um, if it sinks in easy, it's, it's cooked on the bone, and um, that should be a grateful pork, I reckon. Yeah. Awesome. So, so not not cooking the time. We we say eighteen hours is easy on a menu, but but cooking really to to feel and, and to temperature then, and you want it to be yeah, a nice sort of easy probe sliding right in there, nice and smooth, and also you want it to be around eighty ninety centigrade. Yeah, late late eighties. Late eighties yeah, tonight. Sorry, sorry, yeah, that was my. But, uh, it's definitely um, it's definitely by feel. I mean, it's the same with uh, brisket. It's you know you, sometimes you, you put a piece in there and it's in there for. But it should be, you know, on any other day it would be cooked and there would be no problem. And sometimes they take, you know, hours longer and you've just got, it's, it's a feel thing more than anything, I guess. And then after that, do you go for a sauce with it? Yeah, we put, um, we put um, um, the gross up barbecue sauce, the house, uh, the, 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 the oak and smoking sauce. Uh, not too much, like it, a little bit in there. And, and uh, actually shred it up. We put a little bit of uh, malt and sea salt uh, in, in uh, as well. I think uh, what we're doing is the, the, the shack here anyway. Um, that's obviously a nod to my ethics uh, heritage. Got used to malt and sea salt. So that goes <laughs> yeah. in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, uh, if the pool's fresh and it's been, you know, it's been cooked overnight, lads, you know, come out and allowed to maybe rest a little bit and then shredded and, and straight out of it to go in rolls it doesn't really get much better than that no and then i guess you mentioned it there rolls that like is key i think to have a good quality bread roll to go with it as well yeah we used um, um hobbs house it's a uh 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 bristol bay really it's uh tom herbert 
uh, really. Oh, yeah, he was uh, at Grill Stuck, wasn't he, last year? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's a bit of a he's a he's, a, he's, a, he's on TV. He's got a, a fabulous Baker Brothers. He's, um, he's a bit of a uh, baking celebrity. <laughs> uh, but his roles, he's um, um, uh, old McBurger bats, I believe. Um, they're fantastic. They're semi brioche. Um, we toast them, slightly toast them in the smoker. Um, well, basically, because the, 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 the smoker we use, the Fast Eddie, um, it's got hot spots in it, like at the top and the bottom. You can kind of almost use it like a bit of a, almost like a grill. Mm-hmm. So um, we, uh, we we toast rolls in the smoke during the day when we're, when we're not cooking stuff, you know, because everything gets cooked overnight, yeah. all the meat. So during the day, we use it to hold stuff and to sort of blast rolls to, to, just to toast them off a little bit so they're nicer. Cool. I think there's a recipe in the grill stock book as well that's by Tom, isn't there? I believe there is, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's, um, obviously, we use a hell of a lot of his roles. So, um, yeah, he's, he's a kind of integral part of the whole uh, grill stock yeah. thing, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And you're, you're judging this year at the grill stock festival, which is in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, that's right. Um, um, I believe I'm judging in the core meat rounds. Um, which I've done a few times before, um, not just at Bristol, but uh, Manchester and... Uh, uh, actually, I've been judging London. Uh, but Manchester and Bristol, I've done it a few times before. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah. yeah, the only thing I'm not quite looking forward to is uh, uh, the, the, the way it works. I hope it's changes this year, but... Uh, who 80 knows? plates do, of food. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, believe me, the... Barbecue is amazing. The, the, the teams are incredible. They, they really know their stuff, and um, you, you, there was so much of it. There was so much of it, and you've really uh, it, it, it can get quite slugged <laughs> towards the end. And obviously, you've got to take it seriously because you know these guys are putting so much effort, and it's a, it's a very you know it's a serious thing. You know, they, 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 you know, so you've got to take it very seriously. But get um, and, and judge everything properly. But it can get <laughs> it can be quite a hard slog. Yeah, 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 I bet. <laughs> yeah, it can definitely. And also, they do um, a, the chicken round on uh, Sunday morning, and I'm normally uh, pretty, uh, pretty uh, home on Sunday. So, <laughs> chicken, uh, half a barbecue chicken, or you know, sort of like thirty uh, uh, portions of chicken at uh, half eleven on Sunday morning. The hangover is uh, is <laughs> the best, the best no. uh, way to spend the morning. No, no. Well, you'll have, you'll have to put yourself on top form to be in good position judging in the morning then. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. yeah. I've learned a little bit now. I'm, 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 I don't try not to get too, uh, <laughs> to enjoy myself too much on Saturday night. Yeah. All right, so my mission Saturday night is to get you as drunk as yeah. I can. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so... Had you had you been to the Growstock festivals before you started opening up the Growstock restaurant with the guys? Yeah, yeah, I I I I've uh, been a couple of years and I really really enjoyed it. It's it's got um, bigger and better every year, you know. So, um, but I, I I was aware of Growstock and had uh, been to the festivals before I was to Ben and John. Yeah, cool. But you weren't like a, you weren't in the barbecue scene already, though. This is what brought you in. Yeah, no, uh, well, I, 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 no, I was in no way involved in the barbecue scene before I worked for Grillstock. And um, like I said, I had a, um, a Weber uh, kettle barbecue I used to wheel out every now and again, and you know, sort of trying to blast a few things on that. But um, no, no, in no way. I just um, actually I won my Weber barbecue at uh, Grillstock. 
funny enough. Really? Yeah, it was in a, <laughs> yeah, I won, yeah, it was a com- yeah, I won it in a competition. Yeah, so that was a that was pretty uh, sweet. I just remembered, yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, it's a full circle. They they gave a barbecue to you, and now you cook barbecue for them. So, full circle there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you still do you still use a kettle at home, or do you have you uh, increased your arsenal of barbecues? Or by the time you oh. finish work for the week, is the last thing you want to do is uh, see another barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I would like to say that I had an arsenal of barbecues home. That'd be lovely. But I haven't actually got a garden at the moment because I just moved house. Um, I've got a balcony, but I've got no. I've, I've just lived in two places in Bristol with no garden, so I don't actually. I had to sell my uh, beloved uh, free Weber barbecue uh, when I moved house a couple of years ago. Um, and I haven't got a barbecue at home, and also you've kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, I a lot of the time after uh, cooking barbecue without work, I don't really fancy uh, cooking anymore at home. I just um, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Had enough of it. Conventional kitchen. Yeah, do you know what? Although I understand that. If um, if uh, Green Egg want to give me a big Green Egg, then um, you know I'll, I'll I'll take that on board. But um, you know I'll take one for the team. But, um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, we will as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you're listening, Big Green Egg, where you can send us free uh, three Big Green Eggs, one to me, yeah. one to Ben, and one to Dan. So uh, <laughs> we'd love one each. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure they're in trouble offloading them. We're probably doing them a favour. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're not cooking huge amounts of barbecue at home, but do you do you work on like new recipes and stuff when you're at home? Um, I, I, I love cooking. I've got I've got the biggest biggest uh, collection of cookbooks. I'm I, I, not obviously not just uh, barbecue. I just I, I I do love cooking um, and food and general. When they're in restaurants, I love eating in restaurants. Um, so. I do come up with ideas. Or sometimes, if I'm eating somewhere, I, you know, at a restaurant or whatever, I'm like, "God, this, you know, this is amazing." It's a bit weird because obviously we're we're limited in some ways because obviously the, the we've only got a smoker, we've got a small uh, kitchen, we haven't got any fires in in the uh, mix, and uh, we, we haven't got a lot of the kitchen equipment they've got in the bigger sort of grill stuff restaurants. So we we have to be kind of quite embedded about the specials and. The, the food we cook, you know, a lot of the time it's uh, uh, it's kind of more simple things like we um, like sauces. I mean, at the moment we're uh, at Cynics, we're kind of obsessed with white barbecue sauce, you know, the Alabama white barbecue sauce. Uh, yeah, I think I saw it. DJ Barbecue yeah. has just done his video. Yeah, for it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny because um, I saw um, there was a doc- uh, not a, doc- a comedy show. I think it's Master of None, and they he he eats it. In, uh, it's on Netflix anyway, but. He, he goes to a restaurant, the guy, and he eats that. And I saw this, and I thought, what the hell? I've never heard of white barbecue sauce. I sort of, I'd like to say I'd gone to some restaurant in the States and eaten it and, you know, kind of discovered it or something. But I saw it on TV, yeah. and it just, I thought, <laughs> it really intrigued me, you know. So um, I looked it up and made that, and we, 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 uh, have, we offer it with brisket. Um, obviously, we've got the, the, the regular bar, uh, grill stock barbecue sauces that we, we normally have. But we, we offer that brisket, and we get through loads of it. It's, it's a, and also, we, we, uh, Serve with the chicken we do on Saturdays. It's really good. Yeah, do, so, you, um, do you dunk as a base, or do you just put it on the end, or or what are you doing we, with we are, Well, the way it works, to Nick, they order it at seal, and then they go to the, the to, the, to the counter, and we, we make ah, the yeah. rolls in front of them, um, and then we offer that as a, as a you know to, you know, as a on if they want it. Yeah, as a condiment. Yeah, it gets added on then if the customer wants it. Cool. So DJ Barbecue's uh, knocked out a little recipe, but what what would you say makes up a good uh, a good Alabama white sauce? 
Well, that's a, yeah, I, I, again, I'd like to say, you know, like I've, I've sort of used some recipe passed down from, I think I found a recipe online and uh, we kind of knocked, uh, we, we, we've um, expanded the quantity so, you know, so we can knock out a load of it at work, uh, you know, for when we need it. But, um, what makes a good barbecue? I think, well, the version we use, I, I haven't seen DJ, DJ Barbecue's recipe and I don't know what an authentic, I mean, I haven't eaten it in the States, so... I haven't really got a comparison to go with. Just go but, for yours. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the recipe we use has got Worcester sauce and Tabasco and a white pepper. And I would say don't skimp on the white pepper and don't skimp, skimp on the Tabasco. And also garlic. It's got garlic in it. Don't skimp on that. Don't, actually, don't skimp on anything. Don't, don't <laughs> skimp on any of the good stuff. Just stick it all in. Yeah, just go. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, it, it's, it's, we haven't got a hard and fast recipe. We, it's kind of a sort of a, judge it by, uh, by eye kind of thing so uh yeah and it always tastes pretty much the same so uh yeah i'm happy with it cool yeah so i think in christians because we had him on the show a little while ago and he he ran through it and he just said it's like mainly mayonnaise as a base it is mainly mayonnaise. And then yeah it is mainly, almost, yeah, it is. almost as much cider vinegar then as well to match up with that and then he's just yeah, got the right. pepper and hot sauce i think in his video he uses the bloody hell hot sauce in that skull Bottle, yeah. Bobby Powers, bloody hell's hot sauce. Yeah, we've yeah. Got, got to get some more of that. It's, it tastes amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So are we going to see? Uh, to... Sorry, carry on. No, go on. I was like, we have to. We obviously have to uh, be uh, careful how much hot sauce we stick in it here because obviously we will blow our customers' heads off. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a sort of like a, a regular uh, crowd. It might be a bit, uh, a bit poky. Yeah, but sorry, go. On. We're going to see the uh, the white sauce make it to a grill stock bottle and be sold in the grill stocks uh, restaurants. I don't know, actually. I mean, uh, the, the whole um, the, 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 the the sauces are uh, 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 Ben and John's sort of domain, and uh, I mean they they uh, all the sauces we sell are fantastic, but they um, um, they um, make those. They're all their own recipes, so um, um, maybe I don't know. It's possible. I mean. Things that are kind of um, kind of uh, come up as specials in the restaurants, you know, uh, in, in some of the sites seem to sort of spread around to the other sides. I mean, I think we um, we're doing a jalapeno poppers here, and I've seen them sort of come up quite often in uh, specials on the other restaurant menu. So um, um, it's possible, yeah. Awesome. So when you, when you started out the Essex Eating um, food blog, what was your mm-hmm. like thinking behind that when you were starting it? What did you want to get out of starting this blog oh right okay so um so i liked um i loved eating in restaurants well as in like i still do but i love eating i love cooking and all that and um i just i just started a blog as a kind of um kind of a diary i just wanted to because i thought i've been I've, you know I, I was going to eat in these nice restaurants and stuff in london and then i thought do you know what? i can't remember what I ate or, or where I ate sometimes, you know, you kind of like over time, you kind of, kind of, you know, my memory's not great anyway, you know, I kind of just yeah. started to forget. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write about this and some of the stuff I cook and it's just going to help me remember. I, I had no, um, I, I had no idea that anyone was actually interested in it or, or would actually read it. Um, but at one point, it was, yeah, I was, um, I think um, I was in a Squire magazine as, um, as this is uh, in a, uh, a list of the top five food blogs at restaurant Spear, and I was number five. Really? So that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually got to go to the Esquire um, um, 
a launch party, a sketch. Well, I got invited to that, the relaunch. Um, and um, I basically had an out house and home. So uh, while everyone else is <laughs> ignoring the calipers, I'm stuffing myself silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking all that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome, that's that's cool. Yeah. You, you mentioned yeah. uh, you mentioned about cookbooks and, and your extensive collection. This year's been a great year for cookbooks. Been a lot of awesome cookbooks coming out. Do you have a yeah. sort of favourite from this year, or is there anything that's sort of uh, really sticking out for you? Yeah, um, um, not allowed to say the grill stock one, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, well, obviously the grill stock one because there's a picture of me in there. I've got to say the grill stock one. But um, my uh, my best friend uh, Ellie Kershen, who. Uh, uh, um, uh, she's uh, Ellie Pear on uh, Instagram and uh, uh, Pear Cafe on Twitter. Uh, she had a, a book out, it's a 5-2 book. Uh, it's called Fast Days and Sea Space. And it, it only came out about a month ago. Um, and it, it, recently, it was number four on the Sunday Times bestseller list. Um, she was plastered all over the tube, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, photographs of her and, uh, you know, billboards of her everywhere. Um, and she's my my best friend in Essex, uh, sorry in Bristol, and um, yeah, I'm really pleased for her. It's a fantastic book. Awesome. So, what, what's the sort of style of recipes in that? Um, well, she, um, she's a pescatarian, so oh. she, uh, she doesn't eat meat. I don't know how have we gone to this and talking about barbecue. <laughs> 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 We've got yeah, you know, sorry, I've seen this had a weird kind of uh, cul-de-sac here. But anyway. Um, yeah, she doesn't even. She's a uh, she's pescatarian, so fish and vegetables. Um, she's a fantastic cook, though. She's a really good cook, and um, uh, it's it's a five two book. So it's, you know, like the uh, the five two diet. Yeah, yeah wicked. So uh, yeah, so but uh, food, honestly, the the the, the, uh, the fast age. I think you have to eat under. I think it's five hundred calories. If you look at me, you've got no. You, you you're pretty convinced I'm I'm not a. a Advocate of the five two diet. I don't. I don't take part in this. But um, <laughs> under um, uh, on the far uh, fast day, so it's under five hundred calories. She's such a good cook. She can she can churn out a three course, you know, meal for under five hundred calories, and you would never believe that. It, yeah. It, that, like yeah, she's really really good good at what she does. Awesome. Mm. Um, but apart from that, um, uh, my friend. Neil Rankin uh, had a book out, or uh, well, it's just come out, my um, barbecue book. Um, low and, and slow. Yeah, low and slow, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're after a barbecue book, then um, I'll take for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about earlier on, neither of us have had a look through it yet, so we're quite keen to get a copy of it and have a look through that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Cool. So you're, you're quite into the Instagram and all the social medias as well. See lots of posts on your Instagram page of all your different foods you've been cooking and eating. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 um, I probably use Instagram more than anything else now. It's mainly because um, I'm, I'm, I'm always got too lazy to bother uh, with Twitter. I do like it, but um, it's hard to kind of, uh, you know, to keep up with people and stuff. So, uh, yeah, in, Instagram is um, it's kind of the lazy man's uh, social media, and I'm quite um, I quite like taking pictures of uh, food or of you know restaurants I've eaten at. Again, it's so I remember. I'm not. See, I've, I've gone from writing blog posts and, and stuff and being really active on Twitter to just taking pictures of things that I eat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do. Like, I don't think I ever yeah. eat anything without taking a picture of it. It's just like, it's part of the yeah, eating yeah. process now. Yeah, I like to think I'm streamlining things. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. <laughs> Apart from myself, yeah. 
So what, what is your uh, your Instagram uh, at Essex Eating? Instagram, is it? Yeah, sorry, it's uh, Essex Eating. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm Essex Eating on Instagram and also Essex Eating on Twitter. Cool guys. So follow if you want to see all these snaps that, that Dan's putting up. Get on there and check those out. So these are these mostly things that you've cooked, or are these just mostly things you're eating? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bit of a mix actually, because I don't. I, if I, um, you know, if I could say particularly photogenic, uh, not necessarily barbecue. Because obviously, I cook at home a lot as well, and I, I do love. Like I said, I love cooking. Um, I've said that on Instagram, but um, sometimes it's stuff from work. Sometimes it's, you know, some of the stuff I cook from work, or um, or a lot of the time it's out when I'm out in restaurants. Maybe I like I said, I eat out in restaurants probably about two or three times a week. Um, so I love eating in restaurants, um, and it, you know it's it's a kind of a mix of all three basically. Awesome, and you've actually managed to have your own books published as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've um, I've had two books published. So I'm a, um, a twice published. I like never, uh, you know, um, cease to like reminding people that I'm a twice published author. Yeah, don't brag um, about it. Don't brag about it. <laughs> You get autographs at yeah. Grillstock, guys. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you like signing your chest, if if possible. So yeah. uh, fresh yeah. wax, please. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I've kind of um, uh, I kind of said the lazy route with that. I'm, I'm, and I've got a barbecue book, which is a um, 101 barbecue and grill recipe. Um, uh, but I do know, the recipes aren't actually my recipes. I'd just like to point out, um, I wrote all the I, they were compiled. And I wrote all the introductions to all of them. I don't do quite a lot of work. I mean, obviously, I've, you know, I've, I've had a look at the recipes. They're all good recipes. Um, but I, I kind of wrote the recipes in my own sort of, uh, in my own style, um, uh, hopefully, kind of quite a comic. And, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of the, uh, the, the cheats way of to get yourself, if you uh, uh, put my name in Amazon, it comes up with my books. Or if you go into... Uh, um, Waterstones, you could find one of my books, which is, which is, uh, never ceases to amaze me, but, um, they're there. Um, <laughs> for the kind of shortcut fashion, they're, they're definitely there. Mm. And there's another one as well, a Hangover Recipes book as well. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, Hangover Recipes. Um, Inspired by yeah. being hungover at Grillstock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, obviously, if you've been to the festivals, there's, there's quite a, it's quite a, quite a hard drinking culture, I think. Yeah, so um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, some of the recipes are inspired by that, I guess. Um, so, what are some? Yeah, of, so give us some of the your favourite recipes from your 101 barbecue and grill recipes book. Well, the, the one I like the best is actually, it's, it's, it, like I said, they're not my recipes. The one I, I particularly like uh, was something I actually um, I uh, ate in Istanbul a, a few years ago, and I loved. Um, on on um, in the the the, um, the river that runs through Istanbul, is uh, on a lot of the boats they do a, a barbecue mackerel rolls, um, and they had like a I had a barbecue mackerel roll with um, uh, salsa verde, and that was my, probably my if I like, if I wanted to cook something not at work, obviously because it's all like slow cooking and we're cooking you know things for like sort of like sixteen eighteen hours or whatever. Um, if if I just wanted to will a barbecue out if you've got really stinking fresh mackerel i can't think of anything nicer than that like something like that flashed on the barbecue it's so good yeah literally the other day i was down in uh oh not the other day a few, about a month ago now i was down in loo and i was in the fish market and literally a guy walked in with a couple of uh he actually uh, line cork mackerel that he just caught 
to, to sell to the guys and I was like, oh, I'll have them off you straight away. <laughs> Got home, chucked them on the grill and it was absolutely fantastic. So I bet the uh, yeah. the uh, mackerel roll, the mackerel rolls straight off the side of the boat would be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you get if you say okay <laughs> and is there uh, is there also like rubs and sauces recipes in the book as well or is it all just just like yeah there's, um, there's yeah there's there's um there's uh rubs and sauces as well um yeah they, they, obviously they're not uh they they you know they're kind of standard rubs they, there's nothing uh you know uh like really really sort of like different in there they, you know it's kind of almost like a sort of uh, almost like a beginner's Try to uh, barbecue, I guess. But uh, yeah, with 101 recipes, it's quite a good way to get yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can go far wrong. I think yeah, there's a bit of everything now. So um, yeah, I think the other one I liked was um, there's a lamb, like a barbecue lamb recipe where uh, you know served on a uh, like a like a flatbread. I, I, I'm, you know, especially when I'm an e-grade, I'm quite a fan of the you know the old cheeky late night kebab. So um, it's kind of like a posh version of that. Um, yeah, that's pretty nice. I'd never say no to barbecue lamb. Cool. And then what's the best thing to eat on a hangover then? Come on, we all need the to know that. <laughs> the best thing, oh, well, the best thing to eat on a hangover, probably, I think it's in the book, um, is I would say uh, make sure you nick a hell of a lot of water. You know, I do it, but I don't. Generally, I, 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 I'm, I'm, you know, I'm organised enough to get myself a pint of water and then I wake up in the morning looking at a glass full of pint full of water, which I haven't drunk at all. So, um, a couple of paracetamols, you know, got to do that. A, bit, a couple of painkillers, um, a mug of tea, and a bacon sandwich. And I, I think that's you sorted, really. I think you can't go far wrong with that. <laughs> I'll give that a try. I think that's probably my routine anyway. But I'll give it a try. Yeah. It's a normal morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. standard, isn't it? So did you have to do a lot of research for this 101 hangovers thing? <laughs> did you have to get drunk like 101 times and then you could get? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I put my, I put, I've done my time. I put my time in on the whole uh, sort of hangovers, 101 hangovers. Yeah, so uh, and luckily you've yeah, documented I, every single one of them, so you could look back <laughs> at it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wrote, a, I wrote a piece once on my, um, on my blog. It was about hangovers. Um, actually, it was um, St John in London, the restaurant St John. Uh, uh, Fergus Henson, the chef, the, the head chef there, is um, he, there's a cocktail uh, he likes called uh, Dr. Hen- Hen- Dr. Henson, which is a uh, creme de mont and Ferna Branca. I don't know if you you know Ferna Branca as uh, that's uh, something else. Um, and he writes that as a hangover cure. Um, do you know what? I completely forgot what I was going with that. What was I talking about? That? We we were saying about uh, well, we were talking about hangover cures. <laughs> <laughs> and then we said yeah, about I, I you. You documented with them all, and and you said about uh, you had did a blog post once. Oh, that's it. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hung over now. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, someone commented on this. I was talking about it. You know, there's a hangover. Someone commented. They said they were in Japan, and they had the most appalling hangover. And they went to they were, they had to, to get their flight back in um, you know in a couple of hours. And they were throwing up everywhere. And they went to a cap, uh, chemist, and the pharmacist gave them a pill, and they took it, and it, their hangover was cured almost instantly. Um, that's why. Does anyone know what this is? Because that's what you can forget about my book. Don't ever buy my book. Just tell me what that is. I need to know. <laughs> so you're not going to offer it up to, to us. You're just going to tell us that there is no, something I need out to know, there. And but... I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I need to know what that is, and then I'm going to make my millions. 
Yeah. So nah, yeah. That can be the new, next book, 102 Hangover Cures. And you can add that <laughs> one. <into. laughs> Just one, one Hangover Cures. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to have to try out. I'll be definitely having a bacon roll next time I need to sort myself out. <laughs> <laughs> or find that pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So back into the restaurant, when you you do like chicken and different dishes like that. Do you do brining or are you guys just cooking straight off? No, we cook straight off it, um, here. Um, we, we just, um, we, we've got so, uh, we're so limited in space. We haven't really got the, um, we, um, we haven't got the, 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 uh, enough space to really do, uh, brining. I mean, cause obviously we're, we're cooking like six, uh, sort of eight or nine kilo pork shoulders every night. Um, and you know, like, uh, two or three briskets you know we we and their fridge is jammed full of meat we just can't um you know we've got no space to, to brine stuff as well yeah, it's very tight i don't know if you've been down here but it's it's small yeah now we have to make sure we pop in yeah, next summer yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do uh you, you the chicken you do is it's competition style you said earlier didn't you is that yeah that's right yeah so um, obviously i i i've judged competition chicken at the festivals and i've got to say um the, the stuff they do is so it's amazing that the, the guys who turn out um uh, you know cooking for the competitions the actual competition chicken is amazing as is in that style but it's um it, you, you know it, you couldn't compare the two i guess but because obviously we're, we're making loads of it and it's not like you know sort of like six or eight portion perfect portions but yeah we do that we um we we um we, nowadays we do it with a bone with no bone in it we used to do it on the bone, but, you know, people are just fussy about eating things on the bone, especially here, because it's all lunch and it's takeaway. No one really wants to eat stuff like that. They want stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, they don't want to eat stuff on the bone. Well, convenient so we, we, food. We, yeah, they want it convenient. So we decided to, we don't, we don't, we do um, boneless and we uh, we do it. We do a couple of uh, chicken fries. We do fries, a couple of chicken fries, uh, competition chicken fries in a roll uh, with slaw. Um, and you could have jalapenos and cheese, and we we serve it with white barbecue sauce because that's uh, super. It's one of my favourite things on the menu, actually. That's why I really I really like it, and it's really easy to do. It's it's, it's one of the easiest things we can cook. So chicken's got a short cooking time compared to pork or or any of the other stuff we do. So it's um, yeah. Hmm. So you like dry rubbing the chicken and then smoking it? Yeah, that's right. So we did. We use the same um, dry rub we use on our pork, actually. Um, and we um, we uh, cook it uh, for um, ooh, what is it? I don't think the time. So we we uh, it is we do it around about sort of like because that smoker runs on Fahrenheit and don't ask me to confer, confirm because I could I couldn't tell you. Um, so we do the chicken around about two seventy, goes in for about an hour and a half. That's two seventy Fahrenheit, about an hour and a half. This is with a dry rub on and you, you know kind of work sort of tucked under into a tray so it's nice and neat in the, in the competition chicken style mm-hmm. um, you know with all the kind of uh, the sort of innards and whatever underneath so it's nice and neat um, and then in a lot so of when it's up to above 75 on a, on a 75 centigrade on a, a probe or, you know in the centre um, we um, we uh, uh, glaze it with barbecue sauce mm-hmm. uh, glaze more with barbecue sauce and then we uh, put it in on the hottest part of the smoker at the top um, you know, it's almost like where it's almost like a grill, and uh, we uh, just uh, finished that off for about fifteen twenty minutes. Uh, so you get a nice crispy skin, nice crispy barbecue glazed skin, 
Nice. And then just yeah. Do, do you then like slice it up, or do you serve it whole? Or no, we serve a well because they're bonus. We serve um, two whole in a roll, nice. and it's quite some roll. I tell you sometimes. Yeah, yeah some of yeah, yeah. Yeah, something a bit so different. Not had a, a chicken mm. chicken thigh roll, I don't think mm. so. And that's served with that Alabama white sauce. Yeah, yeah, it's so mm. good. It's amazing on chicken. It's, yeah, perfect. Lush. Yeah, yeah, I need to try this sauce. I keep, I've watched it loads of times now. <laughs> Since Christian mentioned it in the last podcast we did with him, and just still haven't got around to trying it. I really need to try it out. It's always just so much to try, though. It's like yeah. it's always like I've got a massive list of of stuff I want to cook. So it's like by the time you get around to cooking it, always mm. like another year gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So do you guys do any like sort of chicken wings and stuff like that as well, or you just haven't got the capacity there, I guess, to do anything more? No, we've got no fryers, um, and uh, we we I mean for wings we um, yeah we we just couldn't do any we can uh, do I mean because obviously they're quite um, you'd sell them in quite you know quite bulk because they you know they yeah, so low and arms, we just so. we yeah we just haven't got a fridge space and we haven't got a space space really to to to, to do those so. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Ben Ben brought me in some wings today, and that he did yesterday. He did a pork belly yesterday and, and yeah, some wings. Tea smoked, oh, nice. yeah. tea smoked maple pork belly, and also some chicken wings. And did like a that sounds, blue sauce. That sounds amazing. Well. Yeah, it sounds lovely, especially the pork belly. We've done pork belly here a few times, and uh, yeah, I really like that. It's great. Yeah, I was trying out tea smoking because Dan had told me about it, and I was like, I'm going to try that out, and I put it in initially and after, like for about 10 minutes it smelled amazing it was like smell like a cup of tea brewing coming out the top of it but i'd put it in with some rice because i'd read online that people said like mix it up with some rice and yeah. that would like act as like a fuel to keep burning but after about a quarter of an hour the rice was burning and it just smelled like acrid it didn't smell very nice yeah at all, no, i so. said that when when you cook i mean i cook a lot of rice because my sort of iranian heritage and and like when you when you burn rice, God, you know it because it yeah. really does stink. And that's what it smells like. So yeah, I wouldn't ever put rice. I wouldn't put rice in, in anything. So yeah. So, so yeah. quickly, quickly removed it, and look, I'd done it all in like a little foil packet, so I could pull it out again because I was a bit dubious of it from the start. So yeah, yeah. But it, it smelled amazing for a while. So next time, Just definitely not tea. use the rice. Yeah, well, you can't see it going out on top. If you sit the pass on top of the charcoal, it's not going to mm. stop burning, is it? So yeah. I'll just go for the tea. <laughs> with, with a bit of, I had a bit of black pepper in with it as well, because I thought it would give it a nice peppery smell. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wings were awesome as well. You made a, a, a blue cheese uh, a blue cheese sauce, which was pretty nice on yeah. the uh, on the wings. Yeah, I didn't realise how simple that was to make as well. I didn't even have yeah. to cook it. I got the hob like, ready and I was like, going to melt it all down and suddenly realise you didn't even need to. It was just combining the ingredients Yeah, just together. crumble crumble the blue cheese, yeah. chuck it in with... Or you can do it a few different ways. Some people use buttermilk. Mm. Uh, I personally don't really like the buttermilk version, so I, I just tend to stick to sort of uh, cream and and, yeah. and then a, bit, a little bit of lemon I yeah. put in mine. Yeah, I didn't have any cream, so I just used normal milk. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice anyway. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was all right. Use gorgonzola cheese. You didn't bring me any of the pork belly, though. I'm a bit uh, gutted. Saving that for dinner later. Ooh, out of order. Second day, it's good. It's always good the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring him in anything, so I can't complain. I mean, I can't really moan. We ate all ours, so there wasn't anything left for Ben. <laughs> yep. Right, right. We are 
approaching the hour mark and I am going to step in and, and call that a, a day. Thank you very much for coming on, Dan. Thank you very much, yeah. Thanks for that, yeah. Can you remind <laughs> everyone where they can find you on the social medias, please? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, I am Essex Eating. On uh, Twitter, I am Essex Eating. And if you Google Essex Eating, you can um, find my blog. Or if you want to come down to Sydney's Market and say hello, uh, I'm a grill stock. Yeah, I manage the grill stock in Sydney's. Awesome. awesome. So get down there, guys. Try out some of those awesome foods that we've been talking about. Definitely keen to try out this chicken with the uh, Alabama white sauce. Definitely next yeah. time we're up there, I'm going to go and give that a try. I have a roll of everything, I think. I'm yeah, just have one of each. <laughs> it's, it's unfair to pass judgment if you, unless you've tried it all. Yeah, exactly. So we should have yeah. to try that. Yeah, now, thank you very much for coming on, mate. Thank you. Appreciate it. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll see you there. Yeah. yeah see awesome. You Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers, bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet and Smoke with Shack, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice to beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker or looking to upgrade or even look to pick up some epic accessories, check them out over at Max Barbecue. And Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the United States and around the world. You can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of summer can be yours all year round. And Smoke with Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness and you provide the talent. So if you're looking for smoking wood chunks, dust, chips or planks, then head on over to smokewoodshack.com and you can find them on Twitter at Smoke with Shack. So goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. See you next time. Bye. Ciao.